Freddy. Um, just going through Missouri on my way to New Jersey. Just got done listening to your newest podcast. Just want to say thanks for the entertainment and keeping me awake. These busy roads. That right there was the homie Ruben Cardona. Thank you so much, bro, for the voicemail. Some of you guys, I've asked you personally, hey, leave me a voicemail. I want other people to hear you talk about the podcast. So thank you so much for taking the time, those of you that have done it. I love it when you give me feedback. That's always fucking great. But it's so much cooler when you hear your voice doing the feedback. So if you have any feedback on any episode, just on the bottom of the description of this episode, there's a link. It's for Anchor. You go in there, you type in your email, a password. You know, you might have to download the podcast, the, the app, or if you go to the browser, you could just create an email and a password. And you could record a message. It's super easy. Other people have done it. Why don't you? That's all it takes. You think uh, that's hard? Imagine how much how much time it takes to put a podcast together, not edit. You know, I say edit, but I don't really edit. I just put together what goes where. Yeah, it is editing. But I don't cut shit out. Not anymore. I used to. But that will be nice if you leave me a voicemail. So go to the bottom of the description. And uh, I've had people ask me, how do I get to it? I've sent you the link. It's easy. I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate every one of you that always takes screenshots uh, and, and posts, puts it on their uh, uh, Twitter their Instagram, social media, all that stuff. So thank you guys so much. It really means a lot to me that you even, even if you don't send a voicemail, uh, just just to let me know you're listening. I, I appreciate it. It's very nice of you. Oh, look at this dude walking up to my truck. No, no change for you. You ready for Freddy? That's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. Yeah, no one's offended by these fucking hacky corona virus jokes. The Lyme, the Lyme disease. Ugh. This is so offensive, guys. I've unfollowed some people that made some really shitty coronavirus shit jokes. This really is more offensive than the Kobe jokes. Of course, I'm kidding. But God damn it. Stop it. Make it stop. Jesus. Oh, anyway. Hello. This is Freddie. How you doing? It's a rainy day in Vegas, and I always hear that allergies happen in uh, dry weather. Obviously, Vegas is a very dry place, so I'm wondering if it's because it's been raining since yesterday, it's been very moist, if uh, stuff gets released in the air that's causing my fucking allergies to go crazy. I have these really bad allergies guys since I was a kid I, I I never knew what the fuck allergies was until you know you get educated and you're like oh that's why I always have a runny fucking nose 
fucking snot nose. <clears throat> For the most part of the year, I'm good, but there's certain times of the year that, in the fall and the spring, that I just get really fucked. Like my um, my right nostril right now is pretty messed up. It just feels like there's a little, tiny, little person. I can't say the M word. Um, little person in there dressed like Satan with a fork. You know, the Satan fork. Is that what you call it? A fork? I don't know. Just stabbing my fucking sinus and like tickling. Just tickling, tickling my fucking nose where it just feels unbearable. I keep blowing my nose and it's just the right side right now and, and not the left keep blowing my nose and it's a runny nose and it's embarrassing right now to wipe your nose because you, you pull out tissue and everybody fucking thinks you have coronavirus you know what cures that right <laughs> you know what cures corona you know how many times I've heard that joke it's not even a joke at this point it really annoys me. Um, I got done listening to Rogan's uh, episode. He had a doctor uh, on the show. Of course, I got to reference it because if you're in the future, you're going to be like, oh, what episode? Episode 1439, Michael Osterholm, I think. That's how you pronounce it. And he had a, um, I don't know if he's a doctor, but he's this expert in, in pandemic viruses and stuff like that. So he uh, he goes in there into detail. So far, what we know of the coronavirus is that what really is spreading it is air. Just you breathing in the air like if somebody coughs. So it's it's pretty pretty crazy to see this you know we've heard of SARS we heard of the fucking ah, chicken flu what is it swine flu the bird flu um, we've heard of all these pandemics that have spread out and yo of course we we try to calm people down by saying there's 30 to 70 thousand people die of the flu a year every year um, it's 30 to 70 thousand that's a that's a big range in between. Uh, but so don't be worried about this one. Only six people have died in the United States. And uh, I don't think it's so much about that you're you're worried about it. Um, people are some people are not panicking yet. Hopefully they won't. But I guess you should be worried about it, though. You should be concerned. If it's, if it's, is the media blowing this out of proportion? I, I think the media does whatever they can to fucking sell ads. Obviously, now I'm talking about it on this episode. So I'm not going to tell you not to be concerned. Um, I think everybody should be concerned about something that could be harming uh, the health of, especially their parents, you know? My mom's older than, you know, than the set in her. She's older. She's, I can't even talk. She's over 70 is what I meant to say. And so is my father, who's in the hospital right now. Um, I haven't talked about that. But, uh, yeah, he's in a hospital. He had uh, high blood pressure and 
starting to forget stuff and all that and he's in El Paso and it's, it's pretty fucked up but um this is really affecting older people so um someone just flipped me off so it's it's sad that um like there's there's that cruise ship that people were quarantined and they're just keeping them in the cruise ship and everybody just keeps getting infected in there it's it's fucking sad if if you're on vacation and and all of a sudden you get hit out of nowhere with this virus this new virus that came from people eating bats or some shit so i think you should be concerned i think people should be concerned always i'm i'm always fucking worried you know me guys i i'm i have anxiety on everything i have i'm afraid of not being ready i'm not afraid of death okay uh death comes it happens if it happens to me i'm not afraid of dying um but while i'm alive i am afraid of going through some bullshit you know that's why i'm always precautious i'm trying to always try to be a safe driver um i drive slow and you know what people call that they call people that drive the speed limit driving slow yeah i drive the speed limit sometimes five under fuck you do i run behind of course um, i'm i run behind just like anybody else everybody runs behind at one point do i speed sometimes sometimes fuck yeah i do but for the most part i try to drive slow everybody runs behind right it happens to me but whose fault is that is it someone else's fault is it the people driving in front of me they're driving slow no it's my fault for not leaving earlier we've all seen it when you're getting tailgated you run into somebody at a red light and now the person in front of you uh that passed you and flipped you off they're sitting like idiots right there at a red light with you guess what if they would have left 10 minutes earlier, they probably would not be sitting at that red light unless the red light's broken. You know, they're not going to sit there for 10 minutes until you catch up. So I like to prepare. This whole uh, virus pandemic that's going on, freaking people out. According to what the, uh, the guy was saying on Rogan's podcast, the guest, is that you really can't stop it. Just like you, you don't say, oh, we need to stop the flu, the flu season. You don't stop the flu season. You have to let it. It's not that you have to, but you have no choice. It needs to pass. It needs to go through the bodies. It needs to fucking, your immune system has to fight it. Um, no one likes being sick. So, yeah, I'm afraid of getting sick. Not afraid of dying. But I am afraid of going through the bullshit before dying. Um, and being sick just feels terrible. Now, I'm in my late 30s. I know they're saying that it's older people and this and that. But I think it's a good wake-up call, guys, uh, for us to change things the way we do things. Uh... 
I'm noticing more people doing the fist pump salute or just not shaking hands. I think that's that's pretty good. I, I, a lot of people criticize How Howie Mandel or people that are germaphobes for doing that kind of stuff. But do you realize that your hands disgusting? Your hands are so fucking gross. You put them in your mouth while you drive, you fucking momos. I know I do. <laughs> fucking chew my fingernails. It's fucking gross. Now you're shaking hands with people. You wipe your ass with your right hand. And, and you're shaking with the right hand to greet someone to show them respect. Ugh. Our hands are inside of people's bodies sometimes. <laughs> Especially my friend Sammy. His hands go in people's mouths all the time because he works as a dental assistant. So he's always inside people's bodies. Yeah, he's wearing gloves if they're awake. But uh, it, it's gross. Maybe we need to stop shaking hands. But even that, from the, 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 the information they have right now, it's not spreading through touching or putting your hands in your eyeballs or mouths or nose you know like it's really coming from the air just breathing in other people's like virus that's in the air when they cough or sneeze or whatever so this really sucks for me uh hopefully i won't get the fucking virus but i i have the symptoms I have tissue in my pocket and I pull it out when I have my snot coming out because of the fucking allergies. So it doesn't look good on me. I, I look suspect. Okay? I'm very suspect. For the same reason. Reason? Reason. Don't shake my hand. Let's not shake hands anymore. I heard someone say we should do the Roman salute. Uh... I heard it on the Comedy Cellar podcast. You should do the Roman salute. No, how about we just don't fucking... Oh, sorry for the nose. Ooh, this fucking sucks. It, it affects my right eye, too. It, like... That that feeling of, like... You ever stuck a... Like a toothpick or something to make yourself sneeze? That's what it feels like. It's just torture. And then my right eye is watery. Um, But, uh... Yeah, let's not touch. I don't want to touch people. I'm a germaphobe. I've been a germaphobe of uh, half a germaphobe. But now I'm like, yeah. Like if I see like, you know, when I was a busboy and I was a kid, I would clean tables. You know when you go to a restaurant, they use that same dirty rag to wipe down your table. They're just smearing everything all over the place. Imagine, like, there was a little bit of shit on the table and the shit just getting smeared all over, like peanut butter, all over the table. That shit is still on the fucking table. It's just smeared all over the place. So, whenever my, like, like whenever I see uh, silverware touch a, a table at a restaurant, even at your house, if you, if you didn't wipe it down with something to disinfect and kill the bacteria, it's, it's gross, it grosses me out. I'm like, no, nope, I got to go back and wash that. You know, that's the kind of germaphobe I am. I'm not a super, like, ooh, I won't drink out of 
your bottle or or take a drag from the same cigarette. Maybe now I will, but that's the kind of germaphobe I am. I'm like a half a germaphobe. Uh, how would you say germaphobe without saying half a fag? Uh, half a frag? Nah, I don't know. But, um, it, I, 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 I'm just observing. I love, I love to people watch and I'm, I like to observe and eavesdrop on people's conversations. I don't like to be nosy. I don't butt in and just start talking to people. I just like to kind of like, you know, see, I like to listen, keep my ear out there open and fucking, uh, my eyes open. I don't know, everybody, you got to keep, you have no choice, your ears always open, unless you have fucking earplugs, but pay attention, that's what I like to do, I was at Subway yesterday, and I did not bring lunch, so, uh, I'm trying to avoid eating out, obviously, that's one way of getting uh, sick, I've gone sick, we've all gotten sick from eating out, whether you got um, a stomach flu or, you know, because there was some fucking Ebola in the meat or what do you call it? Uh, I forgot the, the, ah, E. coli. Yeah. I've gotten sick from that shit. Not diagnosed, but you know, where you're fucking vomiting violently and now you're just drinking water just so you could fucking clean out your stomach and you throw up the water. I've, that's happened to me. And it's from eating out. I've never got food poisoning from eating at home. Not yet, at least. But uh, I went to Subway yesterday. And, you know, they wear their little fucking gloves to make your sandwich. And the place was empty. It was just me and two young adults, maybe late teens, early 20s, and they're talking about the virus, everybody's talking about the virus, you can't help it, look at me, like I said, look at this fucking episode, I'm talking about the fucking virus, um, so I get this lady, very nice Latina lady, prepping my, my, my rap, I went with a rap, and, um, she, it's like I fucking stunned her. You ever asked a fast food restaurant cashier, like, for, you, you try to customize the ingredients on your, on your burger or whatever, and they look at you like a deer in the headlights, like, holy shit, the moment has come. I was fearing this moment my whole life. And they don't know how to work the machine to customize the shit, and now they need to get help. Well, this wasn't even a machine this was just a wrap and the lady turns to the the manager lady who was operating the cashier register cash register and she's like ¿Qué, qué, qué, qué es esta? es el wrap it's the tomato tortilla whatever she's like ah so she goes and grabs this tomato based or it's like a reddish tortilla looking thing it's a tortilla, okay? I know we call them wraps. It's a fucking burrito, all right? 
Um, and she's struggling with what to put in it. She keeps turning around. And she doesn't know what to put in the wrap. And you can tell the manager's getting frustrated because she's probably taught her. She's probably gone through it already before and showed her how to do the wrap. How to do this, you know, the Philly sandwich, the turkey bacon avocado. And she's probably frustrated because it's not the first time she's asked. Don't you hate that when somebody uh, you work with, they keep asking how to do something instead of grabbing a little piece of paper and taking a note? That's what I hate. I don't, there's no such thing as a stupid question unless you ask the fucking question for a second time. Take notes. Pay attention. No, I'm not, I'm not saying the subway, subway lady should take notes on making a fucking rap. But come on, lady. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she was Mexican. Okay? And even if you're not Mexican, if you're Latino, you should know... I know in your country, if you're Salvadoran, you probably never wrap burritos. But if you're in America, more than six months, you should know how to wrap a fucking burrito. This lady was struggling on wrapping my, my fucking wrap. And the, 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 the tortilla, the wrap, it fucking ripped. It, it just, she put too much stuff in it. She squeezed it the wrong way. It just fucking ripped. So she had to start over. I was just going to tell her, just move the ingredients into the new one or whatever. Or just give it to me. Cut it in half. Who cares? But I'm just being patient. You know, people that know me, I like, I, 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 I don't like bad customer service. This was not bad customer service. I got to tell you, it was innocent. The lady just didn't know. It's not her fault. She's new. But... The point I'm getting at, I thought to myself, this is not her fault. This is my fault. I should have been prepared. I should have brought lunch. Anybody else in this restaurant other than these two young bucks? No, just me. The person that should have been prepared the day before with lunch so I'm not mad at the lady for not knowing how to wrap a burrito. I, I kind of am for being Latino and not knowing. I know I, I knew how to wrap a burrito since I was a baby. At least five years old. I knew how to make quesadillas, okay? Um, so that was weird. That, that was kind of weird that this lady didn't know how to do that. But I wasn't mad at her. I was... And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mad at all. I was just upset with myself, uh, uh, disappointed, not even upset. I'm like disappointed in myself. I'm like, you know, this wouldn't have happened if I would have been prepared, if I would have brought lunch. So today I brought lunch. Um, but yeah, right now is not the time to be eating out. It's, 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 it's pretty shitty. And I feel bad for restaurant owners because this is really fucking people up financially too really fucking up like festivals all kinds of uh like south by southwest in austin it was canceled because of this shit arnold schwarzenegger made his um yearly uh i don't know what it is workout whatever he has an event that happens around this time of year and he canceled it or he made it private i don't know what's gonna happen with skank fest i have my tickets our airbnb uh, I don't know, man. This is very strange. 
uh, to be around a lot of people breathing the same fucking air, it's going to be weird. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to guess who's going to pull out first. Cause you know, Ozzy pulled out of South by Southwest. Um, so far I haven't heard of any comedians pulling out of Skankfest. And like I said, this might be out of, blown out, out of proportion. This whole fucking virus thing. But I mean, dude, you got uncle Joey talking about it. Um, you know, it's better to be careful than, than to go do, you might have to cancel some shows. Fuck it. You know, maybe you can't be doing the meet and greet. You got Joe Rogan with this episode. I just told you about talking about it. So it's, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. If I see somebody sneezing around me or coughing, I'm going to fucking hold my breath, walk away. (laughs) It's fucking, I don't blame people for judging me if they see me wiping my fucking snot. They need to be careful. They need to stay the fuck away. So, yeah, that that's just my observation. Like, um, oh, yeah, so these kids at the subway, they're, they're, this older guy comes in and he's like, what'd you get? And I'm like, is this guy a homeless person? He was. He didn't look like like uh he was part of their crew he's older and then i hear the kid the young adult he's like want to want to try it dad and he's like no why would i try it? you already bit into it it turns out this guy was the the, the kid's dad and that now they i start listening to them and he's like you gotta understand you can't be sharing sandwiches with anybody right now you gotta like that's you know you can spread viruses like that and he's giving me a lecture while they're eating out you know, hey, whatever. I was out there too. I'm a fucking idiot too. But um, oh, that brings me to this. It brings me to this point. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm so happy. Like moments like this, I I get happy almost every day that I don't have kids. But moments like this make me happy. I don't have kids. No offense if you have kids. Okay, look, guys, I respect that you have kids. You live a wonderful life. Some of you. Uh, are happy with kids and some of you choose to uh, trick yourself into being happy I get it some of you did not expect to have kids and, and some of you are really happy I love it okay I, I it's a blessing some of you pretend it's a blessing and you just deal with it is what I'm trying to say um, and I do not look down on people with kids whatsoever okay I do not just so you know but I'm happy I don't have kids can you imagine if I'm like, if I'm there fucking at home wondering if my kid is going to bring the fucking virus to me? Holy shit. Especially a guy like me that, um, I've said it before. I'm like, I might have kids later on. I might just adopt kids or whatever. Imagine me. I'm an old dad over fucking 60 years old. Like my dad who has kids. Uh, he has teenagers at his age and then my kids with their strong immune system they bring the fucking uh what's the what's the virus of the future uh uh let's see we got coronavirus let's stay away from the hacky uh those equis virus let's not do that let's just call it let's say it's um oh there we go, hedgehog flu. 
uh, the guy said that they even eat hedgehogs. They they were given a list of things they eat in in a um, in China, like in the street market. Hedgehogs was one of them. All right, so let's say I, I, the hedgehog flu is it's breaking out. It's a pandemic again, and I'm already 67 years old. And I at, at age 50, I decided, hey, I'm gonna adopt kids. I need to help a kid in this world. And then this fucking teenager, 17 years old, with the fucking uh, peach mustache, uh, mustache, uh, comes home with this strong immune system. Hedgehog flu doesn't affect him. Actually, hedgehog flu makes him run faster. And then he just he just runs home, and he's like, "Hey, dad, um, do you have a show tonight?" And I'm like, "Nah, uh, I'm still doing open mics. I, I go from clubs to just open mics now. I just quit comedy, so I'm just like." I'm that guy that just never gives up, and he's still doing open mics. And he's like, you got a show tonight? I'm like, no, I'm going to stay in. I don't want to get the hedgehog flu. And then he just fucking, he he farts. And that's how you, you spread it, through farts. So he farts in the room. He laughs. And I'm like, ah, oh, you fucking idiot. Um, You need to be home by 10. And he just runs away. Fucking, he doesn't even have a car because he just runs really fast uh, like a hedgehog. And I breathe in his fart, his uh, shit particles, and they go inside my body, and now I'm fucked. Instead of uh, me running faster, it makes me to move slower, and all of a sudden my, my lungs start collapsing. They start, I can't get enough air, and they start moving slow, and it just counteracts. The virus counteracts with me, and all of a sudden, I just fucking, I croak right there in my lazy boy with my dick out. You know, peeing in a cup, because I'm too I'm I'm too weak to get up and go pee, like a a fucking adult. Now I have I died from the hedgehog flu. You know, this is why I'm so happy I don't have kids, because I don't want to die from the hedgehog flu. Okay. I wish when I die it's just it's fast, but hey, that's just a coward in me, I guess. Uh, but I'm not afraid to die. Fuck it. What happens after you die? Sometimes I think like maybe there's another, either we're in a simulation and you wake up in where you really are and this is just an avatar. I've had a dream like that before. You know, nothing new. I'm not breaking ground here. Or do you reincarnate? What happens? Or do you just sleep forever? I don't know. I'm not an atheist. I don't know if I label myself an agnostic. Maybe I am. Does everybody need a label? I just don't know. Do I care? I would, yeah. I would like to find out. I don't know if we can. I like uh, watching YouTube videos and listening to books on audio and shit like that. But, um, but hey, man. If you got kids, um, I'm happy for you. If you're happy, it makes me happy. It's just that for a long time, I I got a lot of, I got persecuted, guys. I got persecuted for not having kids. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm like that fucking militant atheist. You know, like those atheists that they, they, they grew up hardcore religious. And when they leave, they, they're militant. They fucking hate religion. So they try to destroy the, the, anybody has religion that I'm kind of like that, but I'm not really like that. I just encourage, if you don't have kids, I encourage you to stay without kids. If you have the kids, have the kids. 
It's a beautiful thing. Honestly, you might think after listening to this or from the past that I don't like kids. I I love my nieces and nephews. Um, There's something I love about uh, getting uh, gifts for for kids. Like um, when I was a kid, I remember when, when people I would look up to, people I thought were cool, um, would give me like a like a toy or something that that would I would cherish, you know, like cherish. Um, sorry, I can't talk, guys. You know, I have a speech impediment with a fucking podcast. What the fuck? But uh, oh, here's an example. One of my sisters, um, she gave me, you know, as an adult. She was an adult. I look up to my, you know, my siblings. She gave me a, a set, an art set. On uh, it had colored pencils, markers, all kinds of stuff. And man, it was just so cool. Like the the joy you bring to a kid when you give them a gift, you know. Like my little brothers, when I, when they were they're teenagers now, but when they were under ten or so, I I gave I bought them a Nintendo Wii. It just brought so much joy to me. Oh, and I got I got them also. No, no, I didn't get the Wii. I got them uh, PSPs, both of them, each one of them. And I bought them video games and cases. And, man, it just, I was so happy. It's like when my big brother gave me his Nintendo, his first Nintendo. Remember the first Nintendo? I still have it. And it just made me so happy. When he gave me the piano, his first, his first piano, he just gave it to me and became my first piano. And something in there ignited me to one day want to play music. And I ended up learning the keyboard on my own. And, you know, I, I play music now because of that. It, so there's something that I love about giving kids gifts that will help them later on in life or encourage them to learn something, a new skill or, you know, something like that. I do love kids, guys. I just don't like the responsibility of being a parent. Um, having said that, I do want to maybe adopt one day. <laughs> I might adopt one day. I'm not. I don't know. I might adopt um, a kid. Fuck it. If I get the hedgehog virus, fuck it. Okay. There's something about me, and I think most humans. There, you want to like moms like to nurture uh, me as I don't know if it's sexist or not, but I like to mentor because I'm a man. I would like to teach. I like to teach anybody around me, friends uh, that hang out with me. I like to teach the stuff that I know. I've always been that person. That's just me, I guess. Maybe it has yeah, it has nothing to do with being a man. It just that's the the trait in me or the quality I would say the trait in me I don't know but I, I would I would like to adopt um, mentor a kid showing him or, or being a big brother you know like there's so many fucking teenagers that are struggling because irresponsible parents just popping out children that you know okay that's the people i am militant against okay guys the people that fucking pop out kids and they're not ready for them i understand having an accident but if you had one accident learn from the first one guys fucking start using protection or or 
do fucking how do you have five kids by accident stop <sighs> I'm not mad as I'm trying not to sneeze that's why I paused sorry <laughs> I'm I'm holding my nose I'm plugging the top of my nose so I don't sneeze but uh yeah guys uh I went to a doctor one time and uh I told him I wanted to clip myself you know like do a visectomy and he looked at me weird like do you have any kids and I'm like no and he's like well there's a process to doing that you need to talk to a psychologist or a psychiatrist I think a psychologist I don't know the difference I, I always look it up and I forget just like sociopath and psychopath but um I was told I had to go through that through a process and and then I could go through with it and I'm like just because I don't have any kids? And he's like, yeah, because there's a, a regret part that they're afraid. Like, what, are you going to kill yourself because you don't have kids? Really? That's 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 the kind of fucking, like, suicide prevention you have? Not letting me cut my balls off? Or, I mean, not that, right? You don't cut your balls off, right? You uh, cut the little uh, uh, tunnel or I don't know. You clip. You clip yourself. But, uh. I'm thinking of going again to the doctor and lying and use my brown privilege and be like, yeah, I've had kids in Mexico and I have five of them and maybe just, you know, steal a couple pictures from friends and or nieces and nephews and be like, yeah, these are my kids. I don't want to have any more. If they want documentation, I'll be like, well, they're undocumented because they live in Mexico. I, I abandoned them. Uh, I was out there for a bachelor weekend and I just... I had a lot of sex with a lot of women and I had kids and just make up a lie, you know? And if the doctor's like, well, why don't, why don't you want to have kids in America or in the future? What? I don't want to get the hedgehog flu. Ah, <laughs> callback. That was a shitty callback, but all right, guys, I need to wrap this shit up. That was that was so corny. I apologize. Um, you guys, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Just the doctor, whatever the guest on Rogan said, uh, eat healthy, drink a lot of water. Of course, keep washing your hands. But man, I think this is just gonna. It's gonna keep. This is this is a big one. I don't know how bad it's going to be, but it, it might just have to happen. We just... I say let it happen, and I, I'm repeating myself now, but it's going to just pass through. The whole virus thing is going to pass through, and we're just going to have to fucking take it, dude. Just fucking take it. I don't think... Uh, if, it's, if it's a virus as bad as they say, unless they find a, a vaccine for it, just fucking brace yourself, man. That's all I could say to you. Brace yourself and maybe try not to make contact with so many people. And, um, yeah, buy yourself a bidet. Toilet papers are, toilet paper rolls are gone from the store. Water, a lot of shit like that. It's, people are prepping. 
So, yeah, prepare yourself. Yeah, brace yourself, prepare yourself. Do what you got to do to keep your family healthy, man. This is worldwide. And I know a lot of you guys listen um, from not just America. So, wherever you are, um, you know, I get downloads from, uh, from Europe. I get downloads from China. It's pretty cool checking your stats. Um, fucking prepare yourself, brace yourself and get ready. Um, and you should always be ready. Like I said, this is a wake up call. This is a a wake up call to just be prepared. Go listen to that Rogan episode. I guess that's really what inspired me to talk about this more. Because before I listened to it, I wanted to give you guys a new episode. Um, But yeah, this is what's happening right now. So why not talk about it? All right, guys. I I hope you you parents uh, don't hate me. I love you guys. Uh, You know, most of the time I'm joking. Why the fuck am I explaining myself? Okay. It's not my fault you fucking nutted inside somebody. But um, I love you guys, all right? Next time, nut inside of a cup. How about that? Nut in a cup. I'm definitely not naming this episode nut in a cup. Am I? I was thinking of hedgehog flu, but that's so fucking... That callback really fucked it up. Like, it was a bad one. Nut in a cup. Nut in a cup. Nutting in a cup. Nutting in a cup. Nutting in a cup, 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 cup. Nutting in a cup. Nutting in a cup. Nutting in a cup, 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 cup. <sighs> All right. Nut in a cup.